Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So fasten your seatbelt, adjust your mirror, and enjoy CarPro USA. And thank you so much for joining us. This is CarPro USA, and we're here to help you make good, smart car buying decisions in a sea of mystery that's going on in the automobile business right now. Things that you could be a very seasoned car buyer, and right now, make a serious mistake. That's why I'm here. I want to prevent that from happening because car mistakes are quite costly, uh, especially if you get hung in a car that you don't love. You know, with the selection that's out there being so scarce of new cars, yet the trade-in prices being extremely high, and now we've got gas prices on top of that to take into consideration. And I think, you know, I... When I did the interview with Fox News Wednesday, uh, they asked me the question, do you think this is going to drive people to electric cars? And and I answered, no. I, I, I think some will, but I don't think it's going to be a mass exodus to get rid of your gas gasoline vehicle and go to an electric vehicle because it won't fit the lifestyle of a lot of people. And that would be me included. Uh, but... I think when people are considering trading, I think they're going to look at better fuel economy alternatives than what they're looking at right now. We don't know how long gas prices are going to going to stay high. Uh, nobody can predict that. But my advice right now is if you can, hang on and and really figure out what, what are these gas prices costing you. I ran a uh, some numbers through our fuel cost calculator, which – by the way, we put in this week's free weekly newsletter. You can do your own. But I just use some averages from $3 a gallon to $4.50 a gallon for the average 15,000-mile-a-year driver that's getting 25 miles to the gallon combined, and that's under the national average. Uh, the difference in the cost of gas for that $1.50 increase is $75 a month, and that that's a... That's a, that's a big number for a lot of people, especially if you're just scraping by. But at the same time, you know, you, you think because what the pump reads when you fill up, you a lot of people, and I'd say the big majority, think that they're spending more than that $75. It feels like more. It does. It hurts when, when you know. You see that big number and you go, what? I had a, last Sunday, I had the gas pump clicked off. On uh, I was filling up my Porsche and it clicked off at a hundred dollars and I wasn't full. <laughs> that hurt. That, but that hundred dollars worth of gas in your car, since you never drive it because you're always test driving cars, that'll last you for oh yeah a long time. That, that's yeah totally. So you just gotta gotta slow down and think about these things and and do the math. Uh, subscribe to our newsletter today so you can play with that fuel cost calculator. It's pretty fascinating. 
You do that from the front page of our website, which is carprousa.com at the bottom. Subscribe to the newsletter. We'll have it to you in just a couple of minutes. And you can look it over along with some other stories on how to save money at the gas pump. I did a long interview that was televised with uh, one of the radio stations that were on here in Dallas-Fort Worth. It was like 11 minutes long. It didn't seem like it at the time. But we talked about all kinds of things. Saving fuel, the Ukrainian situation, uh, you know, what to do to increase your fuel economy. We covered it all. So that'll be in there as well. 11 minutes? Yeah. That's forever in TV land. Well, this this was radio, but... It was we, oh, it was a TV thing. We did it about on your interview on. Oh, okay. We, so they they recorded it and so they could put it on their website. So we put it in our newsletter. And it's on our website too. A lot of information. It was. Of, it's, I mean, we covered a lot of territory. You don't, your job's really not easy right now. No, <laughs> I, mean, I did. If it ever is, I did five interviews Wednesday, um, and and some earlier in the week. Uh, everybody wanted to talk about the same thing. What about fuel prices? What can people do? And is everybody going to go run out and get an electric car? Well, be careful doing that. Uh, again, this week, I saw, I don't know how many Teslas at the auction. I would say probably 40, maybe 45. And they were all low mileage cars. So people bought these cars and found out this doesn't work for me. Just you got to you've just got to really be careful right now. Well, one Sunday, repeat that story about you having how you spent your Sunday afternoon because you had an electric. Tester. I did. I I had a Machi Mustang GT, and I don't have a home charger yet. I'm going to get one. In fact, one of my one of our listeners is working on that for me right now. But I had to spend two hours in the parking lot of a hotel plugged in to their fast charger. So I could get to work the next day, because if you if you did it from a one ten, you weren't going to get. Uh, you could pick up thirty miles of range in twenty four hours, unless you got a fast charger. Whoopee! So before you buy an electric car, buy a charger first. Let's talk to Sarah in Los Angeles. Sarah, welcome. Hello. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Sure. And good morning, Jerry and Kevin. I love your program. Thank you. I currently am uh, driving a four-cylinder uh, Tucson 2017 with 30,000 miles on it. It's a limited 1.62T, pardon me. And I am, have been thinking for a long time about a hybrid. I do not want an electric. I've, looked, I've driven the, the uh, 2022 Tucson hybrid. Yep. I'm looking at the RAV4, and after today, I'll look at the Venza. I just don't get the difference between a regular hybrid and a hybrid plug-in and what is preferable. Okay. The plug-in will get you, let's say the RAV4 Prime, which is the plug-in. It'll get you about 25 miles without using any gasoline. And then it switches over to become a hybrid. And hybrids go back and forth between gas and electric. So it depends on your daily drive. If you've got a plug-in and you only drive 20 miles a day, you're, you're never going to visit a gas station again unless you decide to go on vacation or something like that. Whereas with a, okay. with, with a and it, But there's a cost associated with that. Plug-ins are more expensive. And and sometimes substantially. Toyota's not bad uh, with the with the Rav Four Prime, 
But still for me, if I can get, you know, 45 miles to the gallon with a regular hybrid and not go through the plug-in electric, and I can go cross-country if I want to because it never stops running, that's probably the direction I'm going to go. So I think you're on the right track to look at a hybrid. If you've got a very short commute and you want to plug-in, do that. But I've got good dealers for them, for Toyotas. There's just going to be a waiting list. Sarah, I appreciate your call. New truck or used? Let the car pro help. 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA. Our classic car of the weekend is one of the most easily identifiable classic cars of the weekend. That's why we put the rear end as the uh, picture instead of the front and three quarters like we normally do. Because once you see the rear end, if you know cars, you know this one. Check it out. No doubt. Click the Facebook logo at carprousa.com. Cindy in Deer Park, Texas. Welcome. Cindy, what can I do for you? Hi. I was just wondering, I have a 2007 Honda Pilot, and it's been a great car. But I was thinking, I'm now wanting to buy maybe an Acura RDX or a, a Lincoln Carcier okay. with a review. So I was wondering... They're both about, I've noticed, I've read a lot about them, and they're both about the same size. And I was just wondering, what would you think would be the best? Like, the more I wouldn't have more problems with. Well, I think the Acura will win that battle every time. Um, Acura okay. Acura is, is a Honda, and Hondas have a tendency to run forever. Um, so I think from that standpoint, uh, that's certainly especially if you're going to keep it as long as you've kept your last one. I think that's the yeah. way to go, and they drive great. I will tell you that you'll notice the the ride to be a little bit stiffer if you drive it and the Lincoln. Um, Lincoln's more of a luxury vehicle, so you get a little more luxury ride. The Acura has got a luxury interior, no doubt about it. And, and yeah. it's much more nimble, meaning – when you go to make a U-turn, when you go to make a, you know, park in a parking spot, uh, you need to make a tight turn. The Acura will perform better. It'll get better fuel economy. Uh, it's just, it just, it's the ride. So this is, this is one okay. of the cases, uh, Cindy, where you need to uh, get to an Acura dealer. And I've got some at my website and you okay. need to, you need to take a good 30 minute test drive. And you need to drive it on okay. the freeway. You need to drive it in residential areas. You need to drive it on a rough surface. You need to drive it over railroad tracks. They're just different. They're just very different vehicles. But I think for longevity, okay. lack of uh, repairs, especially past 100,000 miles, I think the Acura is an excellent choice. Okay, great. Then that pretty much made my mind up. I'll go check it out do Thank that you so much you are more than okay. welcome and good luck to you i appreciate the phone call and we appreciate you listening uh lou in newport beach california lou welcome yes hi i have a uh, honda uh, 
CRV 2018. It was sitting over the holidays, and so the battery went low. Um, called the Auto Club. They jumped it, started up perfectly. Uh, Auto Club guy told me that the uh, data- battery was fine. I should just drive it a little bit. So I took it out of the garage for a drive, and then I noticed that the uh, radio and the entire audio unit was out. Took it to a Honda dealer. They charged me $180 to diagnose it, and they confirmed that the audio, audio unit was out. I contacted Honda because the car was uh, six months out of warranty. They then said, uh, you know, take a hike. We're not going to do anything for you. I was actually applying to them for a manufacturer's defect because I did talk to two service managers, and they say they see a lot of these audio units going out. Do you have any suggestions for me? And as a second part of this, if I trade in the car, should I do the repair first if I have to do that and then trade it in? Because I am looking at a RAV4 hybrid all-wheel drive. I need an all-wheel drive now. Quick quick question. Were you there when he jumped it off? I was, yes. Did you notice if he maybe... Got the got the post backwards, the jumper cables? No, I watched him very carefully. I have some background in automotive. Yeah. So I watched him. He he put the negative first, the positive second. That's I the way to do the it. The car started it, and then he took the positive off and the negative off, and I explained this to Honda uh, that I believe he did it accurately. And uh, they said, well, he couldn't have you you should go back to the auto club and of course i can't prove that he did it wrong or right no it sounds like you were watching though before we run out of time here yeah um you really don't have any recourse against honda warranty periods are very defined sometimes they'll make after warranty adjustments and help out with the cost of a repair but they're under no obligation to and it doesn't matter what kind of car it is so unless you want to go to small claims court I'm afraid this one's going to be on you, my friend. I'm sorry that that happened. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, knows what dealers know and what dealers don't want you to know. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777. And we go to Bob in Wimberley, Texas. Hello, Bob. Hello, Jerry. How are you today? I'm good, friend. What can I help you with? I have a F-150 with the King Ranch package. It's a 21, 18 months old, 43,000 miles, and I love it. I mean, I wouldn't trade except for another one just like it. My question is, with that type of mileage, and I'll probably be putting about 25,000 miles a year going forward, What's the feasibility of keeping it or trading it in? I'd keep it. You're you're gonna you're gonna depreciate a truck a lot quicker than most people are. And why double up on that? You know, you've got a truck that should last you to two hundred thousand miles if you want it to. Uh, th- there are, there are certain points in a vehicle's life where they take hits, value wise. Sixty thousand is the first one. And the reason for that is the truck can't be certified after 60000 Then your next one is at 100000 
that always depreciates a vehicle. So I would probably tell you to run it up to 70 or 80, maybe even 90,000 before you do something. By that time, things should be back to normal. And then, and then trade it while you can optimize the value. Does that make sense? Okay, good advice. I, yeah, it I, does, I, and I, I appreciate you're it. You're going to take a pretty good hit on this one, even with the market the way it is because of the miles. A 2021 with 43,000 miles is not going to be one of those trucks that has gone sky high in value. So you take that hit, then you get another new truck, and you take that hit again. I think you can cut it down to one hit. Yeah, I hear you. I appreciate the advice very much. You are welcome, sir, and we thank you for listening to the show. Uh, If you subscribe to the newsletter today, we'll get it to you here real quick, and you can find out how likely your vehicle is to make it to 200,000 miles. And this is these are stats. These are this is actual scientific study done by a company called IC Cars. Uh, they do very good research work, and uh, it's a, it's a fairly interesting list. If you subscribe right now, we'll get it to you here real quick. Usually, it only takes a couple of minutes. And there's a lot of other stories there. And believe this or not, sit down. Kevin's video beat mine. On the fishing show, you get the Carp Pro. But this show has Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro. Call him now at 1 800 926 7777. This is Car Pro USA, and if you have suddenly found out that some of your telematics and things like OnStar or what other things that you might have in your car haven't been working for a few weeks. Well, it's not just you. There's this whole thing about cars being built around electronics that are 3G. And by the end of this year, all the manufacturers that put out 3G, like Verizon and this stuff from way back when, they're going to stop doing that. Some already have. Some already have. That's why I said if you've already noticed. and But you might not notice until it's too late. They're, they're, they're well, yeah, like. Having a wreck and OnStar not calling. Yeah, uh, you, you don't know. You know, the police and the ambulance and all that stuff. That's the problem. So we're doing our best to keep you up to date on what's going on with every manufacturer and what they're doing about the fact that the systems don't work on 3G and 3G is going away every week in the newsletter. That's the only place I know of that you can keep up with developments. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if it was stupid or not, but I kind of called out the California Attorney General this week. (laughs) He's got a case of stupid that you just can't fix. That's Kevin McCarthy. That's my opinion. Well, let's just say Jerry and I Once Jerry told me what gap insurance was, I went, that's the greatest, least expensive insurance product I'll ever buy. Uh, Yeah, unless you've got a lot of down payment, it's a must. Let's talk to Gene. But not according to the California Attorney General. Correct. Gene in Pasadena, California, welcome. Well, Pasadena, Texas, is that the Oh, yes, it is. I'm sorry. I didn't see the Texas. That's okay. 
And we, well, I wish it was Pasadena, California. I wish it were as pretty as Pasadena, California. Yes, I hear you. I am still working on trying to find, get maybe an XT4. Um, I've talked to you before. I have an XTS 18. Yep. I love it. I love the ride of the Cadillac. And I have to take a walker everywhere I go. So I'm thinking I need maybe a little SUV. I have two dealerships that are offering me different prices for my car and also different prices, slightly different for the car itself. And I don't mean to work one against another. I've never had to do this before. I've either had a husband or a son-in-law or, you know, I, I don't know. So I don't know what advice you would give me as far as working out a deal that I'm not... I don't want to compromise anybody, but I need the best deal I can get. Yeah, no, I get if you amount of hassle. Did you talk to Mike Pierce at Big Star? Well, I actually talked to the lady who works for him. She's lovely, but I never did talk to him. Okay, well, he's the general manager. They stay really busy when they're running big dealerships. Uh, but if that's sure. one of the two that's in contention, Gene. Don't feel bad working them against each other. One of them is going to drop out at some point. You just you, you got to get to that point, and it takes a little bit of work because cars are so short in supply. Uh, they're they're hanging on for every dollar of profit that they can possibly get, and because they're not getting many opportunities to sell cars, so don't feel bad working them against each other. I would suggest you you try to do it online. That gives you some anonymity. Okay. And and. Okay, and just be honest with them both. Here's what I can get. If you can beat it, you need to let me know. I'm fixing to make a decision. Okay. And and again, at some point, one of them's going to say, "Hey, that's it. We're done. That's all we can do." And then you're going to know you got the best deal. What do you think about black interior? What do you you think I would not be happy with black leather? Personally, I don't like it because it shows everything, uh, every little piece of lint. Every, I swore off black interiors years ago. I don't like them. I'll never have another one. But, uh, you know, it's just a personal decision. It's just whatever you think. Uh, I wouldn't well, I would not buy a car because of that. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm looking at. That's what they've got coming in is black interior. Yeah. That's kind of what I wanted to know. All right, Jean. Good to talk to you again. Thank you you for calling, and good luck. I hope everything works out. Let's talk to Christian in Colleen, Texas. Christian, welcome. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks so much for taking my call. You bet. I really enjoyed the show. Thank you. Um, We are looking at getting a new car. Um, I picked up a used minivan a year ago, a 2006 Sienna. And it's, you know, it's been fine and dandy, but it's time for a new car. And um, we're looking at the new Sienna, uh, which I guess is a hybrid. Uh-huh. And and I also, because I like Fords, I ended up over on the Transit Connect website for Ford. And that's a different animal altogether. Oh, God, no comparison. And so I'm just wondering, uh, I'm sure my wife is right in this case. Uh, she's favoring the Toyota, but uh, yeah, I am too. I, what you, I mean, yeah. if you're going to keep it a long time, the the hybrid system of the Toyota is fantastic. 
you'll get the best gas mileage you could possibly get in something that'll hold eight people. Um, but the, but the big bigger difference is going to be the ride and the drive. And l- let me throw in the interior quietness too. I mean, going to be a world of difference. Uh, when they redid the Sienna, they put some really neat features in it that I just love. And if I were going to, you know, try to keep this thing for 10 years or so, uh, I think you're going to be so much happier with the, with the Sienna. Yeah. I, pr- I printed out the sales sheet on it and the hybrid is rated at 36 miles a gallon. Yeah. And it'll probably do a little better than that. I got, I got better than stated mileage with the Venza, uh, which came out at the same time the Sienna did. Uh, it's an SUV, yeah. uh, but and not as big. But uh, it it they exceeded the fuel economy. That's typical Toyota, you know. Exceed expectations is something that they yeah. do really well. Uh, the Transit Connect. If I had to drive one every day, I'd just, I just I I just wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're handy if you got to have something like yeah. that. They're fine, good yeah. quality. But boy, I just didn't find it enjoyable at all. Yeah, so so I have to go tell my wife she was right. Yeah, afraid so, afraid so. Hate it when that if happens. You, if you don't want to do that, then just play back hour number three of the podcast. It'll be up in about uh, forty five minutes, and then you don't have to deal with it. She can hear me herself. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey, thank you for calling. I appreciate you. If you can't find the deal down around Colleen. Uh, come up to DFW, or actually just uh, reach out to my dealer in DFW, Freeman Toyota, and they'll get you what you want. It might take them a week or two or three, but once they get it, they'll bring it to you along with the paperwork, and that is kind of handy. Then you can use your your Colleen dealer for service if you wish. They'll welcome you with open arms. That's one of the that's one of the many uh, articles that I've written. It's at the FAQ page. At CarPro USA, what what to do if you buy a car for one dealer and service at another, and much has changed in that arena in the past uh, ten years or maybe a little more. Take a look at that; that'll help you too. I appreciate the call. Good luck to you, my friend. Call Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro, one eight hundred nine two six seventy seven seventy seven. This is CarPro USA, and the Subaru Jerry has been driving all week is moving on to another person lucky enough to get to review it. And what do you have coming to replace it? I have the 2022 Audi SQ7 three-row SUV with 500 horses under the hood. That would be what the S stands for. Yes, yes. The regular Q7 is nowhere near that. But this is the hopped-up version. It's uh, looks like it's going to be just a drop dead gorgeous blue, uh, which I've had a lot of the last yeah, year. Yeah, I've noticed blues kind of uh, blues made making a back. It back. Different the different shades. Yeah, this one is gorgeous, uh, based on what I saw online. Hundred three thousand on the window sticker though, so it's <laughs> oh, not it going to be, be not going to be for everybody. Let's talk to Dave in Cleveland, Ohio. Hello, Dave. Hey, Jerry, thanks for taking my call. You bet, pal. What can I help you with? 
So there is a advertising advertisement from Mitsubishi looking at the Outlander PHEV, and there's a lease going for it at two sixty nine a month, which really seems out of the ordinary. It's five thousand down uh, three years, but I just want to know if you have any experience with the Mitsubishi. No, I had the Outlander reviewed it about three weeks ago, and that's up on the website. But it had it had the regular gas engine. And I got to say, for the first time in my career, uh, it was impressive. And the funny thing about Mitsubishi is they've always had they've always built good vehicles, always. But they have had horrible resale value for whatever reason. Um, and and typically when when you talk about horrible resale value, it's because you know, of a bad reputation of the vehicle. And that's not the case with the Outlander. Um, I like the interior. I, I, the 2022 is all new. And even, and I don't know that their resale value is going to change, Dave. It's still probably going to be lousy. But if you lease, who really cares? You're probably going to walk away from it at the end of the lease anyway. So I agree with you that that, that sounds like a great payment. It's a 5000 Plus tax title and license, I believe so. Yeah, that's the way. That's the way manufacturers usually advertise their lease payments. Uh, obviously, they're, they're they're doing something. They're putting some sort of incentive on it. Uh, some sort of lease incentive. It might be uh, some cash that they're giving the dealer. It might be a low interest rate. You know, a jacked up residual. A higher residual will make a lower payment. I don't know, but. You know, I'd drive it at least. You can't go wrong with a three-year lease on anything because you can't get hurt as long as you stay within your miles. Right. Hey, I appreciate it. I've got no experience with it, and uh, I'll, I'll start from there. Yen, do you have something written about that Mitsubishi? I do. I've got a review and video at my website. And while you're there, under buying resources, look at my FAQ page. I've got a whole section on leasing. And there'll be some things in there that will help you, that will enlighten you. Will do. Thank you very much. Okay, pal. Appreciate the call. Thank you so much. Um, Once again, we've changed our process. And if you want to subscribe to the newsletter right now for anything that we've talked about, uh, determining your trade-in value, how you can save money at the pump, which vehicles are likely to go 200,000 miles, the top 10 small and top 10 medium-sized SUVs sold in America in February. If you subscribe right now, we turn it right around to you. You used to have to wait, but now the system will automatically send you yesterday's in your inbox. usually takes a minute or two at the very most. So join us. And at the website also, click on the Facebook page. Give us a like and play along with us during the week. We have a lot of fun on our Facebook page. And we put a lot of breaking news stories on our mm-hmm. Facebook page. And, and that really helps. Uh, a lot of times you'll see those again in the newsletter. But if it's something that we think like this week, a BMW fire risk for over a million vehicles, that was on our Facebook page and the newsletter. So many choices. Gasoline, hybrid, electric. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, can help you make a decision. Call 1-800-926-7777. In 
and Noreen in Cleveland. You're last this hour. We've got about two minutes here, kiddo. So what can I do for you? Thanks, Jerry, for taking my call. You bet. Um, I, I have a 2013 Lincoln MKS with 65,000 miles on it. Nice. Um, I don't drive much, but I'm looking to go into a small crossover, and I don't know if I should lease or purchase. I'm a senior and don't drive much, you know, anymore. Well, at the FAQ page at my website, I've got a senior section, and one of the articles that's there is why leasing is good for senior citizens. And it will give you a lot of insight, and I think it is good for you. Besides the cheaper payment, there's other reasons, um, you know, should you not be able to drive anymore for some reason. It's just easier to get out of a lease than it is a purchase. So I would look hard at that. Uh, not to mention you get a much lower monthly payment. Um, I would tell you to look look at the Lincoln Corsair, which is a nice crossover. Look at the Cadillac XT4. Also a very nice crossover. Uh, the Acura RDX is it's just it's super nice. And then the uh, Genesis GV70. These are all on the lower side, on the smaller size, uh, but that makes them more fuel efficient. Of course, you still get a luxury ride. You still get a luxury interior, and and you know I think any one of those would serve you really well. Yeah, I've been looking online for the uh, Lincoln Corsair, and of course, there's none of them around. No, uh, you'll have to put your name on one um, that's probably already ordered but coming in. And they'll call you when it gets there, and you'll get the first right of refusal. Kiddo, I hate to do it, but we got to run. We're just out of time. So many choices. Gasoline, hybrid, electric. The Flintstones car where you pedal with your feet. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, can help you decide which is right for you. It's not the Flintstones car. Call 1-800-926-7777. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.